And we're back with yet another episode of Farhammer, almost doing it once a month. Well, I think we, we still are technically. We're technically still in February, so we're doing fine. Uh, yeah, so it's me, Grant, back again with Kara. Hello. And unfortunately, this time Mark couldn't be with us. He has family commitments. So we've we've roped in the the TO of the of the upcoming tournament we're going to speak about, um, and also the man man behind the the scenes of the Scotland AOS website. It's Mister Callum Sinclair. Hi, I am a poor substitute for Mark, but I will do my best. Hello all. And it felt so strange calling you Callum. <laughs> yeah, please think to Sinky, you are not my mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felt for the introduction for the audience at large, it should be your actual name. <laughs> oh, I know. Caddy, you can call me Callum. You're my hobby mum. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be the three of us tonight talking about Brewdog. And obviously, we'll, we'll bring a bit of attention to your, your merch store and, and website there, Sinky. You've got up and going if you want to inform the people of what that is because yeah it seems to be going okay i think from what you've been saying yeah so we we opened the merch store a couple of months back with the idea of having a it was actually more just have a one-stop shop for tos to send me information for their pack so we could see where dates are and stuff and then uh, this the website let me put some merch up and stuff so it could start then raising a little bit of money in the background for scenery for these big events that are sometimes getting held in places that don't have it put money into team events because it's so expensive to travel and stuff so uh, it's doing okay to start with there's some funds to cover we've uh, had some great support from the local community but also some far afield so last year when i went to worlds uh, we got introduced and started chatting to a guy called Tom, just Tom on Twitter, if you've seen him. And he's been a great support to see over in America. And he's got all his own stuff going on right now. His son's doing bravely. He's just been through surgery for his ears. And yet Tom still has time to have banter with us all and support the Scottish scene. And I do hope one day him and his family can come over and play some Warhammer. But yeah, the, the, the website's going well. We've got some events up. We're starting to put packs in. Just needs to be a bit more fine tuning for myself, and yeah, we will definitely have an all singing, all dancing, one stop shop for Scottish AOS on our website. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. sounds great. Yeah, we've got some. There's some Farmhammer T-shirts on there. There's uh, some Northern Invasion stuff. There's Call to Arms. There's Broken Realms. So yeah, yeah there's you know an, anything to do with the Scottish AOS scene. I think pretty much has a representation on there these days. I think it has been cool, especially like the Broken Realms uh, guys. They bought it for their club. They've been repping their club. We've got some Northern mm-hmm. Asian Apex Predator, which was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I've, I've, I've got that shirt. <laughs> funny. And then we've got the, the new ones only up a couple of weeks ago. We've got the Farm Hammer. We've got the, what's it, Barbarian, the Wizard, the Ranger, the and the Bard. Yeah, That's but it. you want to explain what they are. Yeah. Which one is So, it? yeah, the. Yeah, so the, the people, the, well, the, the people, the, the animals on, on the shirt are my animals that I have on the farm. Um, with the, the three goats, uh, Hagrid, Minerva, and um, God Lucius, the name went out of my head there, um, who are, you know, the three pygmy goats that people sometimes see on, on my on my Twitter. And then the the bard is my my favourite sheep. I know you're not supposed to have favourites, but I do. Uh, Luna. 
um, who you'll who you'll no doubt see more of soon on Twitter as she will be having lambs soon along with 180 other sheep that I'll be dealing with. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you so the the, the farm and farm hammer, as I always say, isn't a gimmick. It is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the the, the ideas are sort of semi based on their personality. Lucius is the barbarian because he headbutts everything. Hagrid is the ranger because he's the one that keeps escaping constantly. Although he is currently pretty fenced in. Uh, Minerva's the wizard. I'm not sure why. I don't know. So you just got the sweetest little face. So. Yeah, really she, nice. she just looks innocent, mate. She's probably she does. Yeah. And, uh, was it Hagrid that had his head through the tarpaulin when you posted that up yes. a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I love that one. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Luna's just a big dumb idiot. <laughs> I love your goats. The fact they love Cheerios just made me so happy when I met them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've got like a little box of Cheerios that I keep out. It's like a a Tupperware container of Cheerios I keep outside so I can always give them some. But yeah, uh, they, they just love, they love the, the crunchy Cheerio goodness. Not sponsored, sadly. No, no. <laughs> of all things I could get sponsored by, to be fair, Cheerios is pretty low down on the priority. And they're not even Cheerios, they're like Little's Own or something. No, no, they aren't actually. I was going to buy Little's Own, they didn't have it, I had to buy the real thing, so they actually do have genuine Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, we're so spoiled. I know. I know better food than I get. <laughs> so. Oh, it's like when I went down. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not get sidetracked. I was about to start talking about cheap Weetabix. But yeah, screw it <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, we're, we're going into that next week. All, all the lists are in. The excitement and the hype is real. I'm getting now pictures almost on a daily basis of people drinking Brewdog saying I'm practicing for next week. So I'm not seeing any, <laughs> like an AOS army on the table yet saying they're practicing for next week. It's all pictures of beer saying they're practicing for next week. <laughs> That's the more important practice. I mean, I'm sitting oh. here right now with my uh, old reliable dead pony. Um... No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It went so well last year. It's a big stress and a big hassle to get, get it done, but it's completely worth it when I see everyone having such a good time and Aye, the highlights of being shuffleboard and just chilling with everyone's going to be a good weekend to hang out, play some games, drink some beer, or yeah, drink or whatever with, um, your preference is. Well, rum, in the case of uh, yes. our, our third <laughs> member here. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll need to try some of our new rums. The pineapple and something else. P- pineapple and chocolate rum, was it? Oh god, no. Oh no, there was a <laughs> pineapple rum and it was pineapple frighteningly and good. Chocolate. Oh, it was so good. I can't remember. It was pineapple and something. It yeah. might be pineapple and coconut. I can't remember. That, that makes a lot coconut. more sense. That does Aye. make a lot more sense than pineapple and chocolate. Oh, there was a couple of different flavours of rum, and they were fantastic. I was, like, loving them. I know, I thought on the subject of Brewdog, just as a heads up to people, I am running an event in Brewdog in November as well. So mm-hmm. if, yeah. if this gets you excited about playing events in Brewdog, especially if you see the coverage of whatever's on Twitter in the next week or so, there we will have another chance this year to come and play Age of Sigmar and Brewdog. And it's like the best event ever, and the food is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, venue is is just, the venue is just staggering. Plus, I, the table service for the beer. 
Oh, that that is good QR code at your table. And I think the good thing is I learned a lot from last year, so this one will be improved. And then I'll feed back everything to Grant that we learned from this one inevitably because it's still young. Mm-hmm. So two or three belts under, it's just going to get better and better. And uh, yeah, aye. And at the end of the day, it's everyone that shows up. It makes it such a good tournament. But as Cara said, the food is phenomenal. And I'm quite excited about this year's one again, our buffet. Oh, yeah, it's just... It's, I mean, Bulldog food's always good. It's, you know, like... Again, just to go back in the old... To go to that Brewdog tangent. Like, I remember when, before, the, you know, when they started doing food in, in Brewdog bars. And you start with the pizzas. And then, I think Castlegate was one of the first ones to start doing other options. And they did, like, melts and stuff like that to begin with. Then they went into the burgers and... Since then, it's just it's just gone mad. Did you not remember the old, old, old school? They used to have a, a partnership pie. with a pie, yeah. And they actually used to yeah, send pie. beer down. And uh, what they did, Cara, was... Uh, so they had like a 5am St. Pie. So it was like uh, red meat with this red ale. But then they also had like a jet black heart steak and kidney pie, which was cooked with the jet black heart beer. So Ooh. we sent beer down and we cooked the pies with the beer and you got like a pie with a wee side of mash or like sweet potatoes and that was like mm-hmm. where Brewdog really started on their food journey and these pies yeah. were deadly but they were like £8 a pie and that was before the cost of living crisis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they weren't cheap. Yeah. No, I, I, I do, I'd, I'd forgotten about that but I do remember them in the, in the old flagship bar, well not the old, it's still there, the flagship bar in Aberdeen. Aye, and, and the good thing is if Andy's like ever worried about food wise and stuff, the the options that we have, I remember last year, uh, David Jack and Alan George were playing each other, both uh, vegans, and uh, I literally just took over which all the vegans. Which was food. really convenient for that round. That <laughs> was a perfect round for them to play each other. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, we've never had so much food at a tournament and options before. I went over pizzas, yeah. cauliflower wings, <laughs> chips, yeah, there was even vegan sliders. Pretty great. Like, clearly, with my job, I'm not a vegan, but the, you can you can tell by a quick glance through the menu they've got almost as much vegan options as they do non-vegan options. So, oh yeah, and I highly recommend the cauliflower wings for even non-vegans because I'm too lazy to eat meat off the bone. So being able to just devour <laughs> a full cauliflower wing plays into my laziness really well. <laughs> I didn't think cauliflower is... had wings. You know, just say. Uh... <laughs> <coughs> ne- never know. Literally, uh, you could call them wee sprouts wings, I suppose. Okay, um, but yes. So the event yourself, you've got the trophies done from Gary from Fantastic Mills, haven't you? Oh, uh, Cara, look at your phone in two seconds. Oh, oh you've seen, oh, it you've yet, seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. 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 So uh, the first concept. So idea behind it was I'm trying to change up the trophies. I just need to make sure Gary's got them all correctly. Was I wanted a Top five and all, top four and one, top three and two, and all the way kind of down. And uh, I oh, said yeah. to Gary, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember I did that for, for yeah, top, well. top and bracket. I really quite like that concept. So, gonna try it this way. And I've asked Gary to do his mad genius skills. And I was like, can you get the dwarfs gradually drunker as they go down? <laughs> and then he sent me, here's the spoon, and it's a dwarf who's not even on his plinth sitting at the side of that so he's not even on the trophy stand I was like Gary this is brilliant this is actually I, oh, yeah, perfect I think it's it's the best trophy of the event I mean I've not even seen the rest of them 
and I can quite comfortably say that's the one everyone's going to want to win. If there's one, like he's maybe standing hurling against a friend or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's just the fact he's not like, so they're, they're all in that circle little stone plinth. And he's just sitting beside it. He doesn't even want to participate. He's just drinking. He's left his yeah. shield on it. And, he's, and I just, oh, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, well done, Gary. You've outdone yourself again. Yeah, very much so. It was wonderful. Of course, and, a, of course, a big congratulations to his Kickstarter, uh, the Kim oh, yeah. Citadel, which, you know, I'm, I'm sad he's not coming up this weekend. It would have been drinks on Gary after how well that did, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope he, I hope he prints uh, that fighting pit. I would love that for Realmstone cash. Just everyone into the fighting pit, let's go. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> So, no, the Kickstarter did well. He's doing our trophies. And again, a massive shout out to Brewdog and uh, Fiona Hunter, our people development and community punks person who managed to get me a bottle of Death or Glory for a small raffle to raffle off and help raise some additional funds for the Worlds team uh, going abroad and for the Six Nations team at the end of the year. We managed to get a £200 bottle of beer to go on a raffle thanks to Fiona. So that's amazing. And uh, we've managed to get some other wee bits and bobs of limited edition beer and we'll get some gins to go on it. And I'll see Cara if we can get some rum for the raffle. But mm-hmm. I know Brewdogs have done pretty well to help us out again. It's because we you spent know, so Oh, yes. I, uh, so we've got eight Norwegians coming over, and after the amount that they spent, they, they stayed from open on Friday right through to close on Monday, I think. Like, they didn't leave the place. They were in heaven, and there's eight of them coming this time. I think they were camped out on PayPal for opening because this sold out in six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, look, looking forward to it. We'll get everything set up. Uh, the, the tournament hopefully goes from strength to strength. We'll get the raffle. We've got shuffleboard on the Saturday night, which everyone, I think, there's a few people more excited about the shuffleboard and the AOS, which is funny, which is good that that kind of community feel where we all want to actually hang out after battering each other with yeah. filthy lists. Have we got the shuffleboard area sort of reserved for us that night? I believe so. I think I've got it reserved for up to 25 people. Nice, nice. Yes. That's, yeah, that, that's pretty good. So, it's just a good way of letting your hair down after intense three games because they're always super intense. Yeah, and and it's one of these things as well that everyone will be reminded. I remember watching last year game three on a Saturday where someone couldn't even put their models in their box over that smashed, and that, <laughs> that, that can be tough. But you're there to have a good time. But it's uh, just got to be sensible having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's always worth pointing out to people that maybe don't drink a lot of Brewdog is to pay per, play close attention to the percentage of the beer and the size of glass it comes in. The smaller the glass, the stronger the beer is a rough rule of thumb to follow. A hundred percent. It's also just to point out, obviously, that don't have to drink. That's fine. It's not associated. It's just obviously being at a brewery, it's... You, tend to want to enjoy that aspect yeah i mean we because a lot of our events are common ground games and we we don't there isn't a license there for us to drink this this event does it gives us that option Um, and it changes the atmosphere of the event i think you know there is that there is that divide obviously there's the people they're going to 
you know that really want to do well. There's people that go in there that just want to have a laugh and socialise. And this event does really help with that because everyone can just have, you know, a beer just to let your hair down. Or you can have a lot of beers and let more hair down. I mean... <laughs> good, good thing is that they've got a great AF range as well if you don't want to drink alcohol. True. They've also... I believe yeah, still the hazy. Have... Remember, I've, I've not had much of the AF, but the hazy AF is just like hazy. I think, like, it's yeah. a really solid AF. I actually think here, punk, Lost lager, and hazy all taste like the real thing. It's the aftertaste. So the initial taste are perfect. The aftertaste is where it starts getting a bit weird for me. <laughs> yeah, I can see. That. <laughs> Sorry, I was actually trying to mute, and I just came off that as a cough. But as you said, Carol, there's an, probably a strong likelihood I won't drink. I just don't tend to drink when I've got so much on. And uh, the, their square roots and their juices and the weird stuff that they've got. And I'm there for the food. I'm not even there for the booze. I'm there for the food. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's it. You can have the AF during the day. Then once the first day is done, you can pick your, you know, find a beer. And the, there's obviously the Benny's huge, one that you particularly like. And just have one nice one to enjoy. I, I will Remember say that? So. You were on the, the rum and... Rum and Rattle or something beers? Mm-hmm. What are they called? I will say, though, Callum, that you say you're not there for the beers, but in the pack, it says you have to offer the TO at least a beer. Yeah, you have to in offer the pack rules. <laughs> So you say you're not there for the beer, but you kind of are. You're going to have 40 beers, is how, that's, is how that plays out in my head. Oh. Oh, this is the thing, so saying that, I always find it hard to drink when I go out because I hate buying beer. I get so much for free. Yeah. Like, honestly, I hate buying beer. So again, beer. instead of that, you're just making everyone else buy your beer again. Exactly. Yeah, we are running the events, so you know. Uh, 20 a day? That's, 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 yeah. No, no, 40 on day one, nothing on day two. <laughs> okay, could just be we third pints, just be testers, because there's going to be some interesting stuff on the tap, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's going to be a good day. Nobody has yeah. to drink if they don't want to. There's no pressure yeah, on I that. Mean, yeah. Oh God, man, no. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're all we're all we're all saying that now. But yes, like we're talking about the beer and the drinking now. Obviously, that's a, that is one of the things of the event. Obviously, no one's under any pressure to do so. No, uh, safe, safe do, and sane. And yes, absolutely. Does it? We might yeah. have alcohol anonymous numbers on standby, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's going to be good. Nobody's under any illusion that they have to do anything come yeah. for the food. I just want to see how many jackpot burgers uh, Lewis Mitchell can eat. I actually think every time I looked up, that boy ordered another jackpot burger, and he was like, "This is the <laughs> best thing ever." And I was like, "How many of them you eating?" He's like, three, I think, I think in I one think day." He was talking to me about that the Marionville one day. So I think, I think I think they're already on they're already on his mind again, I think. Oh man, I honestly I had three in one day and I was like, what's wrong with like, These are just amazing. I was like, what's <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay, what what we need, right? What we need is a who can eat more AOS special, Lewis v. Eric. Because I've seen Eric put away a lot of food in Brewdog as well. Because because he's a, he's a, he, he cycles a lot in Orkney, so there's nothing of him. But he could obviously pile away the food because he burns so much doing that. So yeah, I think uh, a, it's like a, a man versus food thing, but Lewis v Eric. <laughs> Just how much the guinea. <laughs> I think I think the big thing for me was I was so worried about people having enough, and there was so much left over last year, kind of thing, and everyone was stuffed to the gullets, mm. which was a positive thing. So hopefully, I, I a doggy bag, really. Yeah. Oh. 
No, it was good, but should should we jump over to our lists? I think we should. I think we've we've hyped up the event enough. It's going to be amazing. So I think we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start with a filth, I think. What we're going to do is we're just going to pick a list we think's on the filthier side and a list we think's on the funner side. We're not going to go through all 40 because can't be bothered. We'd cry. nonsense. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'd lose the yeah. will to live run out of beer pretty quickly because there is a lot of filth coming oh yeah well I'd definitely like to point that out because when I was trying to find the fun list even the fun list had that it's like when you look at a filth list it's like okay they've got a lot of contingencies they've got a lot of ability to do this that or the other and then we looked at all the fun lists it's like they still do that one thing really <laughs> damn well and if they get that off that's gonna go horribly wrong for someone and it's just like, even the fun list just have that one, they're going to win the game if they get that off kind of thing. And it's just like, nobody stops that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It, it was difficult to pick between the two. Yeah. Should we go ladies so, first? Well, I was going to say T.O. first. Yeah, T.O. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll go for Phil for herself then. So I, I was torn between Netlist, Nathan Watson's Gloom Spike Gets because I genuinely think there's a lot of filth in them, but I'm actually, everyone knows they're filthy, so I'm going to go for a different filth, and he's probably going to hate this because he's never had this title, he's probably going to go for a cold shower and scrub himself till he's red raw, but I'm going to go for Stu West Fire Slayers as filth, <laughs> like he, he's going to hate me forever forever labelling him on this but his list, I love it I, I just, I love it, I love the way Fire Slayers are at right now, it's good that the stunties have got this boost that the missions are a bit closer, but they can actually protect their little heroes. So yeah. in his list, he's got his block of 10 berserkers, 15, 20 Volkites. Then themselves aren't good when they don't have heroes, but when you've got a rune son, a flamekeeper, a battlesmith, another rune master all on foot, meaning they're getting their four at ward. They, when they're dying, the flamekeeper's getting to tick up his ability to then buff them. But then on the battlesmith, they're getting their four up rally. Then while you're trying to deal with all these foot soldiers, that when you're killing them, are actually getting better and coming back in a four up. You've got a runic rune father on Magmadroth, just absolutely boss deep in your army, killing things. And then when you've seen how well Sean's done at LVO, you have to kill that. But if you're killing that, then you've got the rest coming at you. And you're just like, not many armies have enough AOE to deal with all of that. Can't well, get through it fast enough. The problem is, a lot of armies that do have that AoE just get nullified because it's got a null side icon in there. And I can tell you, I hate that icon. It is so good. When you've got Tech Assault cast on a 10, it's like a 4 up nope. (laughs) 4 up nope. I think the worst one I saw was when we were doing that stream on Call to Arms Car, and you you got that 18 inch on the. On the jaws, and he four upped it. It was, oh, it's just, it was awful. It was just going. It was absolutely good. It gutting. was so heartbreaking. Because <laughs> he could have taken 14 mortal wounds. Oh, <laughs> oh that, that was just, I, I played JJ's and I did six mortal wounds to the actual banner bearer himself, and he four upped it. I was like, oh, that would have killed him. Oh. <laughs> so, no, I really, really like this list. I like where Fire Slayers are at. It, obviously, it's got its weaknesses in movement, but with missions being a bit closer. That Runefire Magmadroth gives him the ability to get up and about. Uh, you can't really kill the heroes that give that four up ward to the half guard. And if you're trying to kill them from distance, 
they'll just four up rally anyway. So yeah. most of the time when they get into combat they're fighting, you decide to turn one charge them, they spend a CP and they fight you first. So there's just there's a lot of good tech in this list. The rune master known all the prayers, so he can give the minus one to, to be wounded, he can give uh, pluses to hit. Uh, there's uh, now with the new realm abilities, these rune sons, rune fathers uh, on foot, they could be fighting in the hero phase and then fighting again in the normal phase and then automatically triggering the half guard to fight behind them. And there's, there's just a lot. Like you have to sit at the back of the board and try and fully wipe units at a time. So the flame keeper isn't getting their abilities off and they don't get into you. So I, I, I really am liking this list. It's, it's filth. And it wouldn't see three months ago, this wouldn't have been filth in the old edition, but now it's yeah. Stu West on the jank. You heard it here first. <laughs> Again, I think with that list, the, the big deciding factor is going to be how much will Stu drink? How well can he pilot that list by game three? <laughs> Do you know what? I actually want to get Stu wasted just to see John Bayless face his captain for Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> see, see if we can get Stu kicked off the team by just getting him too, too wasted. <laughs> so what are we going to do? So we're, we're going for Prague-level drunk. Is that what we're, what we're doing? Oh... Should we go for Irish Captain Prague level drunk pairings on day two? Aye. He wasn't was the captain. He uh, wasn't the captain. No, but I'm talking Mickey Wendell drunk where he was lying under a table and oh. told opposition to just pick the pairings. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I absolutely love Mickey. I've got so much time for that, man. Yeah. Well, both Irish teams have all the time. But I thought you were talking about um, Northern Irish. So yeah. So, okay, no. so we'll we'll go next. We'll have a little sandwich. We'll go Cara next. <laughs> okay, uh, didn't think it was that time of night. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go for one of the um, Frost Lords, the Wilhelm Fullens list. It's Iron Jaws and it's horrible. <laughs> Two more crushers. And then a mega boss who, thanks to the new FAQ, can tunnel master right nine inch away from you <laughs> mighty destroyers even closer and then has the destroyer axe so that's three massive threats who do hideous amounts of damage right into you turn one and then there's nine gorgrunters just in case you know it's oh it's horrible absolutely horrible if it works then you're dead I don't care what you are, yeah. you're just dead. And, the and there's not a lot you can do to stop it working. That's sort of the problem. No. And they're very tanky as well. So they can take a lot of damage. The mega bosses and more crushes, they, they get stronger as you. They kill more. They've got, yeah, that's Iron Jaws are always strong. They're always going to be that level. They just need new models as well for a start, but yeah. For <laughs> Iron Jaws? Yeah, yeah it's the, what they've got. How many War Scrolls? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I thought you meant the updated models. I'm like, everything apart from the Art Boys is, is new, is newish sculpts. But yeah, yeah I, they, they, they could do with some new options for sure. Yeah, the, the, I swear they've got like two units or something. <laughs> three units or something. Well, yeah, they've, they've, they've literally only got three Art Boys, Brutes, and Gorgrunners. Yeah. And that's it. So they, they need some more options just to try and diversify things. But yeah, I mean, that is just 
a very much easy push forward drink while you're ripping the opponent apart list. It's a yep. really interesting one for me that he's not tried to fit it in a one drop because part of me really thinks that this list needs to go first, not let an army yep. get their buffs and their spells off. It's it's an interesting one. I definitely still think it can do the damage and get through most armies, but like if I didn't have my buffs enough uh, and my defensive things up against this, I'd be a lot more scared than actually been able to push yeah. my screens out because when this pins you in you ain't moving like that that's where the game gets yeah. played now your deployment <laughs> it's like have fun with that yeah, yeah this it drops you you're in trouble but yeah if everything goes right for him then it's a quick game <laughs> yeah 100 percent yeah there's very few things he's relying on where to go right you have any control over yes yeah so yeah, just screen. If you're off screens, go to the bar. That's <laughs> one of these things. They'll take the screens off of impact hits and just pile in and kill anything behind them anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why you need two wound screens, like like Kara's list. Oof. Nah. Yeah. Screens for days. Screens yeah. that have screens. <laughs> My army's screens. <laughs> uh, I know. What are you screening off? My screen. But what's that screen off? My other screen. <laughs> Why do you need to protect that screen? Because that's protecting that screen. I'm confused. This is Inception. <laughs> What's actually important in this army? It's just screens. We, we might get onto that <laughs> later. I don't know. Uh, but yes, so that's my filth list. Excellent. So I'm going to go with the the returning champion, Mr. John Bayless. Mm. His, his list just makes mm. me sad. <laughs> It's it's just upsetting. Well, he keeps escaping the filth title, so he deserves. <laughs> oh no, he got it in Northern Invasion, did he not? After claiming the whole week his his, his list was narrative, and then got awarded the filthiest list and won the event. <laughs> Barely certain that was Northern Invasion, um, and it was also yeah. with Seraphon, just to carry on the theme. So, yes, yeah, so we've got a Fangs of Sotek list here with Croak. The Celestin Prime, a Slan, uh, as, who's also got fueled by Gurish Rage, so a really angry frog, <laughs> um, a Skink Star Priest, and an Astrolith Bearer, then 30 Skinks, 5 Skinks, 10 Skinks, sorry, 30 Skinks, 5 Saurus Guard, 10 Skinks, and Horrorgast, Gnashing Jaws, and the Burning Head, all in a one drop. It's... Do you think someone was expecting some more LRL? I think maybe, maybe someone was thinking that. <laughs> that is just, oh, mm -hmm. that is horrible. a lot of AOE all over the place. <laughs> so many mortal wounds from that army. It's just this thing: if you can nuke castle builds these now, there's there's a few of them because even slaves kind of want to stay in their castle, turn one to get their buffs. Yeah. Uh, gets want to stay in their castle, turn one to get their buffs in, and then move out. So if you can go first and do these AOEs, it's yeah, it's scary yeah. times. So I think he's definitely prepared for LRL and gets. So when you're, he, he is up. the world captain and Mister Three Hundred. So yeah, he, he is. He's knows what he's doing. He is. He is no scrub. Mr. And, and a lovely man and a great opponent to play against so yeah 
we'll say that. So he might be the filthiest list, but he's lovely to die against. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, that's a fair, fair description <laughs> of him. I disagree. I've played against the same <laughs> one a couple of times. <laughs> I've played him twice and twice I think he failed to roll less than a 5 for his dragon ogre move thing and I think he failed to rally less back than about 5 of his dragon ogres and like the yeah, units I mean, fell. nah, fair. I disagree, he's, he's an arse <laughs> he's evil <laughs> those, yeah I'm glad to see the back of that dragon ogre nonsense like, yeah, even I, as a Beast of Chaos player I, I hated hated and loved the Thora rally Obnoxious. It should only be saved for Ginger Angry Dwarfs for up rally. No, the only no, rally should be gits and Skaven and maybe dead things. No, not gits, not in the moment. They don't deserve. Well, okay, yeah, gits are broken, but narratively, hordes of goblins coming back makes sense. Hordes yes. of rats coming back makes sense. Like I, I quite like the Skaven's return D three back rather than a four up rally. Like get getting a yeah. rule that makes sense to there. What I never understood, right, is why did a rally go from a f- six to a four? Why is there not enough five up rallies? Like where did the plus one not come into play? Why did yeah, like go to four? Most of the ever chosen does it on a five up, but that's about the only five up rally I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, there's a couple more, but there's not many. Of course, that's rally in Baron Guard. <laughs> so yeah, uh, no. No, it's not Varengard. Is it not? Okay. It used to be, yes. Yeah. So that was the whole thing when the book first came out. So if you've got the book that came in the army box set, it says Varengard in the text. But apparently that was an early version of it. And it, that also isn't in any other language versions of the book. Um, so they planned to remove that before it went to print, but that version went to print. So yeah, it's just Genius. chosen knights and warriors that get on a 5 up. Varengard don't get it. They realized that was a bit silly. <laughs> Especially since you could take a lot of them as your general. Exactly. <laughs> You're rallying your general back. Oh no, not not in that faction. You gotta be knights of the anti throne. Well, yeah, still. <laughs> to be heroes, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I still love of nine and be rounding them back on. Still, still not. I still rallying on a six for things like Varengard. Like I've done it with my dragons. I've rallied back dragons. I know it's you have. You've done it against me. I know, I did it against Bayless to win a game as well. I was like, you need to kill this one dragon and one wound left. I was like, cool. Start a hero phase, I'm going to rally, and two came back on a double six. I was like, shove that foot up. Who is, uh, you know, against that rally, and you just pop those couple of big models back. It's. I mean, again, I think like stuff like dragons are probably the worst defenders because I don't think that was ever considered when they wrote the rally rules that people would be rallying dragons. Well, you mean the same way that you can hide dragons in the garrison? <laughs> yeah. But, I, mean, I, I can see that. I can see a dragon like crawling around the outside of a building. Like, you know, it's. I can oh, see that. Wait, leave off my dragons. Back to building John Bayless. I'm leaving it to play. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's so much more than we put in that list. Yeah, and it is, these carpet bombing, as I call them, or AOE bombing, that is just a bit scary, because it's a good way to get around uh, not being able to target heroes. That's the whole point, that's why you see it so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, And also, John knows what he's doing with whatever army you give him, so giving him something like Seraphon is 
just ridiculous. I'd be yeah. very surprised if he doesn't go four and one or five and zero. Very. Well, yeah, he's 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 the returning champion. He's the man to beat. Just because, yeah, just based I think, on that. I think uh, a couple of the the players have got. We've obviously got. World's team player uh, Lannis going over. We've got a couple of the world's, uh, most of the world's guys from Scotland going over, and a few of them are definitely in it to win it. So I think we're going to see most of the list that we've just called out there up there in the four and ones. Oh, yeah. I don't expect anything we've spoken about here to do less than a four and one for sure. Mm. And to be fair, some of this list have been in the fun section. I would expect quite good results from it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's the kind of good thing about AOS right now. We've kind of gone down the lists and armies are all pretty broken in their own kind of way. And a lot of it is it's coming well, it, down to player skill again. It's good and bad. I'd rather I'd rather the player skill wasn't because everything was broken. I'd rather it's because everything is a bit more balanced. But I'll take everything's a bit more broken if I have to. That's only because of the force you're playing. <laughs> Look, I need my crutch. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I played. I played bottom tier stuff enough. Let me get a positive win record. Yeah, but what is your completely unique, not copied uh, list that you're taking? That be you completely one hundred percent thought up by yourself. Actually, mm-hmm. I can actually vouch this, for this. <laughs> I was playing about with this list, or a version of this list, prior to like Honest Wargame when I doing the video on it and it becoming a thing. So. Because it, just because you changed the wallpaper in the house didn't mean you built the house, Grant. <laughs> but the, I mean, the thing is, once you put ten and forty sentinels in a list, everything else sort of is on. There's, there's very little options after that. You are just changing the trimmings at that point. Sure. Like the list fills itself in because you need to have two more units for battling, and nowadays that kind of has to be wardens and wind chargers for points, and then you've got space for a couple of heroes and a couple of endless spells, like. No, it's it's a good list. It does the job. It it can suffer quite heavily, and in most things, it's not as invincible as everyone makes it oh, out no, to be. No, and it's, it's really... not as it's not as easy as to play as some people have kind of found out when I think they've went out and played with it for the first time and realised there is a lot of complexity to it. But see, once you get the reps in with them, it does almost come unbeatable. Once you know that army, once you've got the reps, yeah. in and once you understand once, once it. You... Once you kind of get a handle on the spell lore a bit more and remembering what Teclas, obviously Teclas knows, knows everything, knowing when to use each spell is so key. And you choose the wrong ones, you do your spells in the wrong order, and it all falls apart. Yeah, it's, it's the hero phase for that, for a Luminef list with Teclas, is the most important phase. Yeah. Yeah. You can have all the Sentinels and that shooting, they do what they do, but it's break or not. In that hero phase, if you don't get the um, power of Hish off on your Sentinels and stuff, or you manage to somehow they manage to dispel the protection of Teclas. Or the Searing White Light and your Sear Damage output for that turn just plummets. Like yeah. They yeah. roll that 11. It's, yeah, it's dangerous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but do you want to segue into friend? Well, I say friendly lists, uh, fun lists. Fun lists, yeah. The list, the list that make us go, oh wow, that's really cool. Yes. Oh well, 
I thought I'll start again. I just yeah. saw this list and I had to double take, then I had to triple take, and then I just laughed and then I went, Oh my god, I want this to win. So I went for Trond, uh, Bersgard, like my boy, we, we sport shirts at Worlds, and he's an absolute legend. I love this guy, and he's bringing 30 Sky Wardens. What the <laughs> hell is 30 Sky Wardens? And I'm just like, OMG, I'm in love with this list. So they've all got their drill launchers who can do their D3 mortals. They've got their volley guns, which are six shots. Uh, they're in, uh, was it Barrack Zone, did we see? Yeah. Yep. So he's pluses to hit. They get mortals on retreats. They'll get their fly high with the two gun haulers. So they will actually have some maneuverability to go around. There's just there's some amount of weight of dice. And I just, I can't wait to see 30 skywardens on a table. And when they get a hit, they're probably going to fold like paper. But And, and 15 of those skywardens are in sharpshooters so they can target heroes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a weird list. There's so much rendering. It. So many of their weapons are minus three. They'll have all their ether gold to spend under the sun. You've got a couple of gunstock collars to jump around because sky wardens can hook on. So when mm. gunstocks fly high, any sky warden unit holding within, I think it's three, can hook on. So you will be able to transport a fair few units around with them. They've got their sky cannons to take pop shots at monsters and stuff. So this yeah. list is going to be really interesting. Like, I mean, really, really interesting. I think I'm going to be hard around this table for the first couple of games to see how it gets on. How many Sky Wardens can you attach to a gun hauler? I as know. many as you can fit within Holy within three. There's no <laughs> limit. I bet he's calculated out so he can put <laughs> all of them around both two gun haulers. I bet Pro- Probably. He's probably got the mass hammer in. As well. So you can simply put them yeah, in. Yeah, little templates to deploy them all in the right spot. <sighs> I'm, I'm actually just quickly checking. I'm sure it's Holy within three or something. It could be wrong. So- an interesting thing to point out with both lists you've picked, actually, Stu and Trons, they're both using an ally in the Knight Zephyros from the Stormcast book. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's Which for their like, teleport. Like, I mean, yeah, this character, this this model's been around since the Vanguard Chamber got introduced. And obviously it's the same model as the named character, Neve Black Talon, which is a really great uh, novel as well. I really enjoyed that one. Effectively, he's got every single turn Tunnel Master. Yeah, I mean, th- this this GHB was built for the, for the Knight's Ephoros. Like, for 100 points, that's an absolute steal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so there you go. So it's totally within six inches and no more than seven models can hitch a lift. So right. okay. he's got two gun haulers, so he's still got 14 getting a lift if he wants. So that's half. But and you've got inch move. apartments on one, so I assume... The heroes can all go into like one of them. Five can go in there, I think. So you can put all, um, like, a ton of, you can put three of the heroes in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you put yeah, you the put heroes like the, in. Yeah, the Admiral, the Andrew Master with the hardest, and the two navigators into one. If you wanted, obviously, the Zephyros can't go in, and the Andrew Master dirigible suit can't go in. I assume. They don't need to because they what you'll probably do then is hitch two threes yeah. and then one of them and that, there's yeah. your seven and then and the heroes go in. So no, I, I really am I really want to see how this does. Never seen a KO list without an ironclad. So Yeah. Hi. 
I want yes, to see this do well. One of the lists I want to keep an eye on as well this weekend, just to see. I hope I, hope I get a chance to play it. <coughs> but it just was, it's just going to look so cool on the table. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is Searing White Light's wet dream, this same issue. Yeah. <laughs> he does yeah. not want to play you. No, no, definitely not. Uh. It could all go hor- if it all went horribly wrong for me, I'm sure it could go very well for him quite quickly. But yes. Because uh, if you if you don't get it right, he he lifts Teclas in a turn easily. Yeah, that's the worry. That's the worry with any KO list, is that they are one of the hardest. No, that, that's my, my fun list. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll carry on with the order. And Cara, what's your fun pick? I'm trying to find the name again. I'm scrolling. <laughs> there I we go. It is, so can, yeah. It's Shane Kingston with his meat fist ogres. And I, I know it's nasty, but at the same Awful. time. This, this, this is filth. It's absolute <laughs> filth. But I love the fact that it's not the typical ogre list. I'm always an off-meta gal. I always am. So the fact that it's not big guns and um, the noblars to protect them, the fact that it's basically just big fat men charging at you with their big bellies and just slamming into you. It, yeah, I mean, it's just great. And it's weird because I, my filth list was basically the same, just a bit slower. Well, faster. <laughs> yeah. And it's worth pointing out as well, this, this list is on the Northern Invasion YouTube channel. Uh, they did a battle report with this list against Eric. Uh, Shane was on there not that long ago. It's either the video this week or last week or a Patreon video that's going to become public soon. So it's, yeah, it's it's up there the last couple of weeks. So you can, you can check it out and see it in action. Oof. And it is horrifying. Absolutely <laughs> horrifying. Shane's a lovely guy. I've not seen Shane in, it must be a couple of years now, pre, pre-COVID anyway was the last time he was down for a tournament, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, he, he's definitely coming back and taking some names this time. I think last time me and him were playing on in game five for us both to get our second win of the tournament. <laughs> um, and yeah, this this list, yeah, he's, he's coming back to take some names. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, just lots of gluttons, iron guts, lead belches. Tyrant. But thing, it's, yeah, he's not just gone full gluttons, full argos. He's got that nice mix. So he's 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 trying to say it's narrative. He's trying. Two, two butchers. I don't think I've ever yep. seen more than one butcher in a list. Uh, no, and, and, yeah, they're good. Bloodbound yeah. Hunter is one of the best Galician champions around right now. Exactly. And it's, it's odd, though, that he hasn't picked any aspects of the champion for him. Yeah, I mean, if I was to be, if I was to maybe look at this list objectively, I'd be tempted to make the Blood Pelt Hunter the general. Mm-hmm. Because you can give him the command trait that his weapons now hit on twos for shooting attacks. Mm. Um, which I... I think just makes him a hell of a threat. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough Galician champion that can just... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's moving in both. He's moving in your enemy's movement phase. If he's in terrain, he can't be targeted. If he's targeting, if he's shooting in monsters, his D three and D six damage shooting attacks go to flat three and flat six. Um. So yeah, I, I, that's maybe the one sort of thing I would say with this list. But 
yeah, it's, it's easy to transport <laughs> as well. Oh yeah, that many models. Absolutely, coming down on the the boat from Orkney. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's my my fun list in in inverted brackets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you know, as he's meat fist. Is I like to point out is that all those units are doing mortal wounds on fours when they charge, just to just to have some fun there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, uh, so I'm gonna gonna finish off my fun list. And I was when I was putting together this this PDF, this is a list that is very early on because Ben McDougall's list, and instantly I was like, this is my fun list. I love this list. Um, and not at all because I've run something similar myself in the past. <laughs> so we have a Ghoul King on Royal Terrorgeist with, you know, the Savage Strike, Gourish Moshard, Gruesome Bite, just the standard Bristle Gore loadout. Then he's got a Crypt Gas Courtier who's doing nothing in this whole army other than being a Galician champion with Tunnel Master because. The rest of his army, the remaining five units, are all terror geists. <laughs> this is six terror geists and one little crypt gas courtier hero. Ah, he's he's just there for the free CP off the blood shrine and the free summon, right? That's literally the only reason he's in this list. Uh, I think he's also summon. there because you need it in the summon. battle reg. All, all the crypt gas does is let you bring. Let you put units back, let you put models back into a unit of ghouls. He's literally doing nothing. He's just being a Galician champion for 70 points. It's cheap Galician champion. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Gives you access to battle tactics. You can't fit another one. There's no other one you can fit in for those points. So why not just take just take that? Well, there's it doesn't actually give you much in the way of battle tactics because there's only one. So you can't do the two that require obviously Yeah. 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 But again, yeah, essentially with, two Galician champions. So, but it against that. Even without him, you're then a hundred points down. What else are you going to put in your list for a hundred points at that stage? Yeah. Like, yeah, very much so. But yeah, just six Terrorgeists. I mean, Terrorgeists are, you know, Feck are not in a great spot. They're an older book, but man, when you roll those sixes for the the mouth and they do six mortal wounds, they with three attacks each. It's you know, you, you get a couple sixes through and, yeah, you're just lifting stuff for these terror geists. Gonna be, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, obviously they've got to fight twice because they're, they're, you know, um, feck and all that. So it's, this is a beer army. This is a man who, I don't, I don't know the man. I assume he's coming to have a few beers and just throw dragons at people. Because there's no, there is no salty in this list. <laughs> some gonna be interesting if you get one of the small deployments because fitting that many <laughs> pie plates that's a good point that is a good point actually um, i don't know how well yeah. that fits into like realmstone cache or something yeah yeah that's gonna be difficult if there's big terrain <laughs> yeah who wouldn't consider that? that that could be unfortunate <laughs> i don't know are you doing terrain maps uh, I, I'm leaving that up to people. I'm going to leave some there that can make it easier and use them as a guide. Don't have to strictly be adhered to, 
because I've seen so many mixed things about them. Some people are loving them, some people are hating them. So I'm I'm leaving that up to the individuals. At the end of the day, I want everyone to have fun, and I don't want to put that kind of take on it just yet. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I I did train maps for masters. So I mean, my 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 take on them, having used them, is that I think they are very good. With the caveat, you need to have the appropriate terrain to do it with. I was going to say that because I played a couple of games at Masters and I had one where my impassable was bloody huge. And playing my Fire Slayers, yeah. I was like, well, I'm screwed. Like, this, this, yeah, I mean, just that's, that's me. just the limitations of working with the terrain that we have there. I yes. think just for knowing, uh, let everyone know that all Scottish Masters, yeah, just, yeah, in case we yeah. have a <laughs> the listener. No, we're world champions. We'll do what the Americans do. We beat each other, yet we're world champions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, well, might as well. Yeah, so I think I would, I would like, I would like train maps to be a thing if we had a situation where you can control the terrain better or have more appropriate terrain to work with. Yes, and I, I think it's that, good because uh, impassable, garrisonable. Uh, I I had a situation at Masters where I've obviously played with garrisonable more than my opponent. Didn't fully understand the rules of it, and it was a kind of crappy, almost gotcha moment because I knew the garrison rules better than them, and I don't like that. So it'd be good to get everyone playing with garrison so we all actually get a better understanding of it. So if we do decide, it's a good part of the game because right now, how many times do you play a game of AOS and go, well, train's pointless? But it's garrison on the impassable oh, actually give a bit of to the game, and it actually does give a bit more tactical blocking things off, jumping things in and out. So I, I just I feel it's something we need to do to actually get train worthwhile being yeah, on the that's, table. That's what I was trying to speak to people at Masters as we we're finishing their game. That's the one thing I was I was saying to people is that we need to use Garrison and and Passable more. We don't enforce it enough so it doesn't get used. Yeah. So I think it's something that we need to start as TOs. We're all all three of us are TOs obviously here. Mm-hmm. Um I think Maybe it's a step to you have to take is just making a couple of pieces on each table garrisonable and impassable. Then up to the point, then depending on the rules of the event, how you set up the terrain, but just having a couple of pieces pre labeled means that they're going to be there every game. You're going to be able to use and interact with those rules every game. Because one of the things I did find though was I felt too garrisonable and too impassable was too much. Because garrisonable is impassable anyway. I thought two garrisonable, yeah. so one in each deployment and one impassable. So you've still got three impassable bits to train. I just felt two yeah. and two was a bit much. Yeah, no, that's that's very valid feedback. Again, I wasn't playing, so I didn't have a, I couldn't really offer my opinion on it. I was just, what what I did was for like I've, like I've said this is I used the Six Nations train maps mm-hmm. for uh, for for the Masters. So yeah, I'm sure any feedback. We can pass on to them as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe you could do like it's a D two terrain pieces that are impassable, D two that are um, garrisonable. So you mm-hmm. might that too. You might only just get the one. Yeah. Yeah. No, there definitely needs to be something given to the defender these days. Yeah. Exactly, and if you have terrain maps, there's nothing. You can't Cause... move terrain around or anything. Because that, that's something that the defender could be 
There's a lot of places when Grant we played at Worlds, there was a dense and a light terrain map. The defender yeah. pick what you play on. So maybe the light has one garrisonable and one defensible, whereas the heavy has two impassable and two garrisonable, something like that. And that actually yeah. gives the defender yep. a bit of a chance to hinder an opponent almost. Yeah, no, I I think that's fair. Um, I mean, yeah, you could have yeah, two, uh, like you said, dens and a light map for each table. It's a lot more work, but I mean, I guess uh, one, once they're done, once they're done once, you can just keep reusing them to an extent. Yeah. Like, it's not that big a deal. Exactly, because you'd get six months. So if you can make a train map straight away, you use that train map for six months and you just need to put eight or well, nine pieces of scenery on a table and then you just leave the bits you don't use to the side. You say six months, but a lot of them will be for 12 because a lot of them go on, a lot of the missions are in both books. So like yeah. six of them are going to yeah. be for 12. So you're only really going to have to make 18 terrain maps. As yeah. long as they keep with the format of keeping half the missions. From yeah, the which I think we, we could assume, you know, it's, we'll have to assume that's the case. I mean, ideally they go back to 12 months, but I mean, I have no idea if they're going to do that. But. We'll just see. Um, can I can I do an honourable mention for filth lists? Well, I want to do an well, honourable mention for another fun list, if that's all right as well. Well, I think I think the filth's an honourable mention, but I feel that's sorry, The fun's honourable, but I feel the filth must be a dishonourable mention. Yeah, okay, dishonourable well, mention for all <laughs> the gets players. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Singling out Nathan. Watson. We didn't pick them because they were so obviously filth. Yeah. It's just. It, it, this, it's bonkers just, just, new book. Yeah, just wait till yeah. your army gets a points hike and then it'll all make a lot more sense. It's all just a little bit too cheap right now. Mm. I know, and it, it's just one of these things I just keep looking at lists it's like, I just don't understand and I play and I'm like, why do I not have any models left? It's just grots. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, or Lewis, gonna... with all, Lewis coming with all of the drugs, which is a oh, horrifying They, they just don't die though. No. They just heal, they just respawn, they just... Just don't die. And slap. So hard. <laughs> I, I want to I wanna give Adam Rawson an honourable mention. This deep can list. <laughs> yeah, Eidolon. It's, aspect it's pretty of the sea. Yeah. So what's better than one Eidolon? Two Eidolons. What's better than two Eidolons? Three Eidolons. And do you know what's better than three Eidolons? Madman's taking four Eidolons. <laughs> <laughs> one Eidolon of the sea, three of the storm, He's got a soul render, a throw master, ten noir, he's uh, throws, ten throws, ten weavers. I'm just like, this man just wants to drink. Like he's just gonna push all this in your face, hope for the best, and then go to the bar. <laughs> the storm like... idolons hit so hard. Exactly. That's they've that's only got twelve wounds with a five at ward. So three up save, five at ward, twelve wounds each. So there's a lot of points for that. But they've all got their healing abilities. The Eidolon of Sea can cast every spell pretty much as long as it gets on what is it more than a seven or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh Thralls yeah. are gonna screen them out. He's gonna he's a one one drop? No, two nine drops, sorry. So one <coughs> I, two, that, nine. No, he's nine. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, Warlord, one battalion, that's not the one I'm thinking of. It's because you can't make them the smaller champions, so they all yeah. have to be the big ones. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm quite interested to see how this list goes as well, actually. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be different. 
and they all yeah, have I mean, giant waves, so behind last, so it explains why they've got the um, sea coming. Last, last Brewdog, me and uh, me and Ross have played each other game four. And neither of us were feeling great. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it could all could all happen again this year. No, do you know what I might do? Just to be the worst TO and the worst human being on the planet. Should I make game four, first game on a Sunday when everyone's hanging out their arse, make it that mission where like objectives activate on and off and nobody will have a clue what's going on. (laughs) Twists and turns. Nobody will know what's going on. Even everyone's drunk. That's the other Uh, one. Yeah, game game three. That'll be. Uh, Is this activated or not? It's like, do you want to just roll a dice and see who wins? Yeah. Exactly. I didn't bring enough tokens. <laughs> well, honestly, I hate that mission. That mission needs refined, to say the least. And speaking of missions... In, in fun lists where you're just are playing against a friend and it doesn't really matter who wins, it's hilarious. But on a competitive scene, it's horrible. Make yeah. it game- Make it game five, so whoever wins, whoever loses, wins determine that it's just going to have endless salt. I've got an idea of what my five missions are. They'll probably be released Monday or Tuesday. I'm actually going to do the pairings relatively early as well and let people start the trash talking. And uh, aye, and we'll get the missions out relatively early. I'm actually going to try and put a bit of thought into the missions, actually looking at the armies. Because one of the things I don't want to do is pick missions that hinder too many armies, if that makes sense. I'm not a massive fan of some of these missions that just hamstring an army straight from the start. I don't think we've got that much of them now, though. Like, no, I was saying to Kara earlier, there's none of the no reserves, no deep striking stuff anymore. Yeah, they've taken that out, which is great. I will say also, though, I think you are... This tournament is the highest number of grudges of any tournament I have ever seen. <laughs> yes. Ah, it's because I'm the how grudge master. <laughs> yeah, how, how, many, how many have you got, Sinky? Uh, four, five, six, seven now, I think I'm up to. <laughs> seven grudges, yeah. <laughs> so if we can get three more grudges, that's half the tables are grudges. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Which I kind of want to avoid a little bit because everyone in Scotland's grudged each other and I really want to get us playing into the Norwegians. Like, get get them over and make sure we're not all just playing the same people. But it's going to happen when there's so many of them, they are going to play each other, but aye. Yeah, I mean, obviously you want them yeah. to play new opponents. Exactly. Uh, but that's You're doing it on BCP, so in theory you can just re-roll. <laughs> no, I, I, no. <laughs> I need to sort out all the grudges actually in the next couple of days. Hopefully Monday I'll get some missions up uh, get the first pairings done maybe Tuesday and then uh, we'll see how it goes but it's going it's to be fun I encourage a grudge because at the end of the day how often do you get to see some of these people and your pals and it's mm. good to get a grudge and play them like ah I just like winding people up I love a good bit of shit talking so that's why I grudge everyone <laughs> well it's it's like my, my opponent that I've grudged Jamie McHugh um, he's We've managed to avoid each other for like an entire year and a half, but we've always wanted to play each other. So it was like, yes, yeah, the perfect opportunity. You just grudge each other, you then get that game, and you're good friends. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it's one of these things like 
uh, Linden and Eric talk to them every tournament, get on with them like a house on fire, and I've yet to play them at AOS. And I'm just mm. like, you're lucky because you want to use are getting grudged at the next tournament. <laughs> for that. Yeah, you well, you never want to grudge me because those nine inch charges always work. Oh, I was moaning about you the other night to JJ. I was like, I played Garage, you only failed one nine inch charge, then we rolled it and rolled it out. It's <laughs> like, I'm not doing it again. Well, you did so well. Yourself, I had a quarter move. <laughs> oh, no. I was just like, and you can just stay there. <laughs> nah. Good games. It's good to grudge people, especially when you don't get to see them, when you've got people mm. making the effort to come from Orkney, come from up south. Like, I need to grudge Turner again at some point. Oh, he's a, to... he's a wonder. He's a wonderful opponent. He's a wonderful man. Just make sure you play him round four. Yes. Oh. When he's recovering from that hangover. Honestly, just him and the the cat house story is brilliant. But no, it's good to we've got a strong community and people actually get on so well, but don't get to play each other. It's nice to get that grudge match in and get get yeah, to play well, I've, I've game our, our missing co-host Mark. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted an easy win round one. Ah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, it's playing kids. It's not going to be an easy win. <laughs> I know. I think I heard he got all the hidden take off Nathan as well. So I oh, think it's yeah, going to be yeah. an easy one. Oh, no, no, it's, it's going to be awful. I, I will say, I think we have the best community in the world for just friendliness and just, yeah, having a laugh. As, as disgusting as some of the lists are, they're, we, people are amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, and so, yeah. That that's and really shown. That is down to the, the how much we socialise outside of events. You know, we've all in Stone, oh, yeah. we've always got the Brewdog book, the Friday and the Saturday night. We've always got people there hanging out, we're having drinks. Where, you know, it's not just we go to the games and we all go. Obviously, some of us do, and that's absolutely fine. But there is, you know, a number of us who are socialising outside of that, and I think then that spills into the actual event as well. Or go go into a nice big meal afterwards. Like yeah. Six Nations, Six Nations was brilliant for that. We all yeah. went for a massive meal afterwards. Yeah, um, yeah, most the teams on, yeah, most of the teams went for a nice big curry. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, hideous. Good, good thing is, everyone's <laughs> always welcome to come and join our community. Nobody'll ever get yeah. gatekept out. And we found out recently where we had a bunch of guys who used to play War Machine. They went and tried 40k, weren't keen, and they have fitted in so well as if they've been part of the community for years. And uh, no, it's, it's been great to see fresh blood, new faces. Everyone's always welcome to come and join. And I actually think it's going to be a really interesting competitive year for AOS. But I really do think we're going to keep our core values of fun, of going out. But I generally think we're going to see one of the most competitive years of AOS ever. And I still think, I think it's going so. to be great fun. Especially with, uh, like, you know, uh, Matt running the the GT, the Broken Realms yes. GT in April. This oh, is oh, two GTs. This is the planning today. Yep. Yeah. Got... Tempest Golden yeah. Ticket. We've got Broken Realms Golden Ticket. Yep. Speaking so lots, of lots to play for. You wanted to do some announcement, Callum? Uh, I do want to do an announcement. Uh, I didn't get it confirmed in time, but I can tell you what I'm trying to do. Uh, so last year we did the the beer from I Am Whole, if anybody can remember that, about awareness around uh, male suicide and suicide in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was part of the business. I'm actually speaking to the I Am Whole ambassador, Mark Goring. If you remember Rizzle Kicks is the band, 
uh, one of the lead singers in the Rizzo Kicks used to suffer from anxiety and couldn't perform anymore. And he created that kind of I am whole because 74% of suicides are actually completed by male. And it was uh, when our community is kind of vastly driven by male or we know someone who is male. We have a brother, a dad, a boyfriend, a friend who is male is to try and open up our stubborn ass male genes to talk and using beer is a good way to talk and using Warhammer is a good way to talk and it's just to try and encourage us all to talk to each other and try and prevent if we can prevent a suicide we've done our job and it's uh, trying to get trying to get I am whole to do a wee bit with us for the tournament again and get yeah. people talking I mean obviously speaking from a female thing sometimes it's like the opposite of women it's men are expected to keep it all in when they sh they don't need to they don't realize they can talk about these sort of things even to other men it doesn't make you any less of a man to in fact it makes you more of a man because you're confident enough to speak to another yep. man about these issues and, and that's the thing so uh, males came out and said they're more likely to talk about mental health over a beer so that's why we did an alcohol free beer because you shouldn't really mix your mental health with alcohol so we did an alcohol free so you're getting best of both worlds but like you said Cara it's very hard for sometimes a, a man to go to a female and admit they're weak when they're not actually weak but that's well, what they see it, themselves see, as not to, well, a, yes. to another man because yeah. there's just that instant sort of yeah you don't want to admit yeah, you're yeah, speak, that. yeah speaking of someone who has taken medication for for depression um for the, for the last few years, I mean, I'm I'm thankfully not at the moment, um, but yeah, it is. It's incredibly difficult to to open up and, and say that to people. And yeah, um, and and that's why but, I want to encourage even our female gamers go go ask your your partner, your your friend, your dad, your brother, your whoever it is in your family. Are you okay? How are you doing? And yeah. that 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 can be the catalyst to start the conversation and try and get it through our male thick Neanderthal skull, it is okay to talk and it's okay to be not be okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so that is a wonderful thing. Thank you for yeah. doing that. So, and that's it. And uh, on a slightly lighter news, we've uh, got the raffle for the £200 bottle of beer for Death or Glory. <laughs> that, that'll be interesting. And everyone's like, I hope Lewis wins it and necks it. And it's like, I will strangle him if he does that. <laughs> No, I don't think he would. Even for that much, well, he might, might do. That's what he's saying. Nah. I, I I've seen the video. Yeah, the, the, the lad not, lad would 100% do it. <laughs> yeah, the lad lad will 100% do that if he's egged on enough. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I'm really looking forward to meet, meeting some new faces. Uh, really looking forward to our community kind of pairing up with the Norwegian community who have oh, all yeah. made a great effort to come over and yeah I just hope I can put a, an event on for everyone that they deserve because at the end of the day with cost of living crisis and stuff going on when you're spending your hard-earned money to go to a tournament and pay for a hotel I really do hope I can yeah. put something on it was worth the time and your effort to go to it. I, I think well, I'm, I'm sure like like I said last event was pretty flawless I think I don't remember any major issues 
Oh, I made up the scoring was the only issue, but everyone just well, went I see, with I it. I ignore that for you because no one really was aware of that. <laughs> I changed the scoring at last minute and made it up as I went along. The we were smashed. It didn't matter. <laughs> I'm just going to brush that under the rug and pretend that didn't happen. Honestly, it was the only person that challenged me was Adam Turner, and he came up and he said that, and he was like, "Yeah, you're lucky the venue station he walked away." And I was like, "Thank you, Adam." <laughs> just, just leave it but see, this is the thing is, sometimes apps fail. I mean, I did double trouble. The system I was using didn't work so well. I ended up using pen and paper to try and figure things out. But everyone was understanding. Everyone was fine with it, mostly, in the end. Um, so, yeah, these things happen. That's relying on technology. Technology doesn't always work. No. And so, TOs, yeah. we've always got to be thankful, are giving up their weekend of gaming to give yes. everyone else a weekend of gaming and give themselves a lot of stress and headaches running up to the event. Especially the ones who have to travel, pay for a hotel and everything mm. to attend. Yeah. And nah. even more so for the likes of, obviously, you, Sinky, who are traveling to run an event, but also having to source terrain and mats because you're not doing it in common ground, where most of our events are that have all that supplies already. So right. it does make it, it does make it a lot more work. And again, that's why I'm thankful for this amazing community because I put the call to arms out and everyone's answered. And I mean, everyone's answered. So it's been yeah. great. But it, it's well done, sir. Well, it, it, it's great. They're wonderful. And the TOs are the lifeblood and it keeps a community going. For friends, yeah. that's basically what we are. We're just friends. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So... Uh, I think we've waffled on enough now. Looking I think at the so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've, we've covered the list. So, um, this, by, by the time this podcast goes out, um, the list and that will all be public anyway. Um, we recorded this on Saturday night. I will hopefully get this uploaded uh, tonight. And we can get the list unlocked on, tomorrow, on Sunday. Also, by the time they hear this, it'll all be unlocked. Um, and there'll be a, there'll be a PDF. For those of us who, obviously, having having TTO shut down, we've had to move to BCP, which means the lists for events aren't quite as accessible if you're not a subscriber. So um, I've put together a PDF that we can we'll get out as well, so folk can have a read and see what awfulness is coming this weekend if they can't be a part of it. Yeah, and uh, one of the things I will say, if you can afford it and stuff. BCP is a good thing to subscribe because, again, it was part of the reason TTS had to shut down was. But that's someone putting a lot of time, effort into creating something that we can all use. So if you can't afford it for a month here or there or whatnot, and you are really interested in seeing all the lists from all the tournaments going on, it is kind of worthwhile. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I've got a subscription to it, and yeah, it works really well. I yeah. enjoy looking through the list and seeing what's going on. It's, it's a solid, it's a solid, well, solid thing. And obviously does more than just AOS. So if you yeah, want yeah. stuff, go for it. We won't talk about the dark side. No. <laughs> no, they, they can stay where they are. Yeah. Right. And on that on that note, that uh, seems to be the, the place to end it. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll be back post-Brewdog with an update. Uh, we'll hopefully have, have Mark back as well. And mm -hmm. we'll see how it all went for us. Yeah. Roll more sixes. Indeed. Unless it's battle shock. Or, yeah, unless it's oh, battle well, shock. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I want them to roll more sixes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I have bravery 10. I don't care. <laughs> and I right. hope your techless miscasts. <laughs> Even Rude. though it's impossible. <laughs> I hope he does it. <laughs> <laughs>